celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Hey, big guy, don't forget the dream team. Animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joey Volani, veterinarian Dr. Debbie, and dog trainer Alan Cable all here at your beck and call. Big show for you today. Bob Barker, legendary announcer Bob Barker, will be joining us once again. This is his 10th time, is that At correct, least Judy? I know. Holy moly. You know, he's the one person that's been on animal radio the most besides us. Really? Yes. He's I, got, he holds the record. Maybe even more than me. I don't know. Maybe. You should check that and, and, and see. And he wants to keep the record. So if anybody passes him, we got to get him back on. That's his <laughs> record. to see now? You know what? He's, he's, up there, he's, right? up there. he's about 90, I think. But he's loosened his all get out. Oh, he's great. He's fantastic. He's doing so much for the animals. <laughs> I, can't, I can't watch The Price is Right anymore. I know. Oh, me neither. Yeah, no, no it do doesn't have the same, same magic as it did. No. Bob's into uh, all these animal causes. He brought the elephants out of Alaska. He stopped uh, some of the circuses that were going on. Yeah, and the chimpanzees that were in some labs. He's helped support some of them. And remember when he uh, was hosting that show with the fur coats, and he walked out of there? Well, that was the Miss America pageant. Miss American pageant? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah, he wouldn't do it. So he'll be on the show in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Uh, you know, when he comes on, he always has some kind of animal cause. What's what's the animal cause this week? Now he's talking about uh, the way that uh, pigs are treated at pigs? In farm. Yeah, they're in gestation crates, huh. these tiny crates where they spend their lives and the way that they treat some of these baby pigs. Yes. Yeah. He's talking about some he, the fast food places that are now refusing to Take pigs from this one farm that is mistreated. Does animals. he have any pigs? I know he has rabbits. No. The rabbits all no, over the house. Rabbit, no, he has rabbit. Second floor. He only has one rabbit now, Mr. Rabbit. Mr. <clears throat> Bunny died, so he has Mr. Rabbit. He figured rabbit. out what was causing all the other rabbits. Yes. <laughs> so don't ask him about Mr. Bunny. No, Mr. Okay. Rabbit is still It was one alive. of those pigs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Stacy, what are you working on? When I was a kid, I grew up in Ohio, and one of my Sorry. favorite things to do on the weekend was go to the Center of Science and Industry. I would take the bus downtown and go to the Center of Science and Industry, and my favorite exhibit was the paper exhibit. And they showed you how they made it, like in the 1800s. I can still see it in my mind. It was so cool, out of pulp and everything. I was just, uh, wow. I was just amazed at how the paper turned out. Well, in <laughs> India, they're getting a little help from local elephants to make paper. They're making cards out of some things from elephants. I'll tell you about this for oh, Valentine's boy. Day. Yeah, uh, you'll be surprised. Coming up on yeah. Animal Radio I News. Think, Only one thing comes from an elephant. I know. Stacy exactly. doesn't surprise us anymore. We I already got a card know. From my wife that smelled a little bit funny. That so might be it. That might be can it. I, can I? Can I? I got a story for you guys. If you got time, oh, I got plenty of time. Couple of hours. When I was a kid, I used to watch the circus come to New York City. I used to watch the elephants march down the Seventh Avenue, and they'd bring them to Madison Square Garden. And it was about four o'clock in the morning when they did it. And this elephant had to do what elephants do, and did it on the hood of a Volkswagen Beetle. And I mean, this car totally disappeared. Totally disappeared. Can you can you see the guy who owns the car coming out? You know, in the morning, going, "Oh my gosh, what kind of dog did that?" Or his call to the insurance company. Yeah. How do they explain that one? How about this? How about if you looked up in the air looking for the bird? You know, wow. It had to be some big bird. <laughs> there you go. What a great way to kick off the show. one 405 8405 Joey, what are we going to hear from your mouth today? 
Um, you'll hear a lot from my mouth, but if you want to know what my tip is, is what, you, what you're asking for, right? Okay, I'm going to be talking about how to, how to. I'm not going to say get rid of, but how to deal with that greasy and an odorful dog. How to get rid of it. Okay, well, how to oh actually? Okay, see, I'm, I'm I'm stepping off my words here. How not how to get rid of, it, but how to control it. How's that? That's a good word, right? Yeah, control. Yeah, yeah that's a good. The that words word. are all there. Control. Just put them in. Okay, <laughs> there you go. We do that with how. <laughs> You know, I got thrown off about this bird pooping on the Volkswagen or elephant, whatever it was. Yeah, that'll throw you off. That's all on the way right here on Animal Radio. Stick around, you lucky dog. Hey, everybody. This is Brett Michaels, and I just want to say you, right now, want to take... Wait, give me the line again. My brain skipped. <laughs> Brett Michaels... I just have one of my brain hemorrhage brain farts. Oh, Go don't ahead, do that. Don't that do that. I don't want to be responsible for that. Trust me, it's me. Go okay. ahead. Animal Radio. Brett Michaels, Animal Radio. You've got it. I knew the Animal Radio. Like, okay, here we go. Hey, this is Brett Michaels. You're listening to Animal Radio, and take care of your pets. They will rock your world. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. It's Animal Radio, just like the big guy said. It's paid the big bucks to say it, though. It's toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. Toll-free to Dr. Debbie Allen Cable. We just call him Cable now. What, we, what is it, uh, catnip? Auditory catnip. Auditory catnip. (laughs) Dog father Joey Villani and animal communicator Joey Turner all here at your beck and call. Today on the show, Bob Barker joins us. This is his 10th time on Animal Radio. And uh, I guess he's going to be yapping about pigs or something like that? Yes, yes, about cruelty to pigs on farms. He's always got something going on. Oh, he's out there helping the animals. Money he donates to these people? Millions of dollars. Millions, yes, to all these causes. He is so rich. I wasn't supposed to say that. <laughs> he's so rich. Guys, he's a great guy, but boy, does he have a lot of dough. Yeah, but he's doing he's doing good causes with it. You know, Alan, he has a really big microphone, too. Yeah, he does. He's got that long, thin microphone that only he has. He, it's like a secret microphone that only Bob Barker can get, and I want one. He's also, you know, the ladies he hangs around with are pretty young. <laughs> Yeah. He's rich, <laughs> young ladies, but he He's loves got the everything animals. we don't have. Yeah, he had everything we wish we had. Yes. Uh, but uh, uh, he'll be on the show. He, of course, does great things for animals, and we always love having him on the show. Stacy, what are you working on? Well, Howard Stern's got his own reality show now. He's oh, no. a judge on one, and you know what? His wife is getting in the action, and she's co-starring with some animals. Oh. Well, I guess she's used to it. She lives with Howard Stern, so. <laughs> I'll tell you all about her new animal show coming up on Animal Radio News. You know what's really funny is the fake laughter. That's what's actually really funny there. Howard Stern getting a show for his wife. I'm sure he had everything to do with that. But uh, think? Very pretty wife oh, yeah. who's into the animals, and we'll find out more in just a couple of minutes right here on There's Animal Radio. There's another old rich guy with a young pretty girl. Yes, he is. He's not yeah, that old, yeah. though. No, he's our age. He's, he's getting up there. He's our age. He's showing his age. Yeah, but he's rich. You know what? He's still suing XM and Sirius. To, really? uh, how, how does he have a lot of money? He does, does have a lot of money. Lot of money? Yeah. <laughs> but his, yeah. his wife loves the animals. Let's hit the phones. one 405 uh, let's see, are we going to which one? Going to line two. To line two. And Judy? Is yes. It? Hi, yes. Judy. How are you doing today? I'm I'm fine except for my little cat problem. Well, what's going on with your cat? Well, I have two ragdoll cats. They're young, a mother and okay. daughter, and my son 
brought over his two cats, and they have visited here about three times, uh, this time for a week. Otherwise, it's just been a weekend. But my cats are rude. Oh. And they, <laughs> <laughs> they what are they hiss. doing? They hiss at, at a son's cats, especially the boy, who is a wonderful, friendly uh, thick-skinned cat. He doesn't care how much they hiss at him. He just kind of hangs around, wants to play, but they won't make friends. What reason are these babies coming together that he's visiting? Uh, is he just I, coming home from, like, college for the weekend? Or? <laughs> no, no. My son and husband went fishing. Okay. And uh, and I love all the cats. And my pleasure is to babysit for them. I'm babysitting. They're all house cats. Okay. Well, I guess the first thing that I would want to say is that, you know what? I don't think the cats asked for this. (laughs) And um, it's a little bit harder with cats versus dogs to throw them together, expect them to play nice, and expect them to act like dogs. Ooh, cover their ears. We don't want them to act like dogs. They're cats. And if we're going to have the kitties together for a long-term basis, you know, then I would say, you know, we can work on how to how to acclimate them. Uh, I am concerned right. that these short-term visits are doing nothing but stressing your cats out, and I don't know that it's going to be in their best interest. If it was a more long-term management where we need to keep them in the home, then we go through some strategies. You know, the other solution I can say is if it's a situation where, you know, the cats could be house-sat in your son's home, that might be the most agreeable situation and not really stir up the feathers, uh, uh, the fur <laughs> in the situation here. Um, so, so those might be my first suggestions before I really kind of put your kitties through this transition. But if you do, then I would always make sure when we start this transition, you got to start gradual. Even if they were together three months ago and you're putting them together again, they almost need to be separated for about a week to two at a time. So that's where the challenges come when we try to acclimate them for just a short period of time. There's just not enough time for them to deal with the sense, some of the different issues with uh, territory. Um, So it can be done, but I I think we're asking a little bit more of these kitties to to behave dog-like. So I don't know if... You know, and there's no bloodshed or clawing or scratching or anything. It's just the rude hissing. And I've been trying. There's plenty of toys. Our cats share toys, and they don't have a fit when when the other cats use their toys. Um, So there's no trick like I lay them, you know, with treats or toys or separate them and bring them together (laughs) gradually and... Yeah, well, you can do that, but the separation time I usually start with is about a week. So we would keep the visiting cats in one bath, a bedroom by themselves, away from your cats right. for about a week's time. Then gradually right. what we do is we feed them on opposite sides of that door so we can make the sense of the other cats a positive thing, and we reward them. Then with time, if there's no hissing going on in the mix, then we can put those food bowls closer and closer to the door and then eventually hopefully put them together with supervision, never leaving them alone. Because if they have a bad um, hissing bout and they're aggressive, even in a non-physical way, we've lost all of the efforts that you've tried to do in a gradual step. So um, you really just have to do that slowly over a period of time and if they have a spat or they're hissing, you got to back away and wait three to five days. So that's, again, why I'm not too hopeful for your short-term situation. But I also love things like pheromones for cats that can help kind of ease some of their fears. So if you're kind of in that spot where you're going to have the, the kitties visiting, um, I'd get a pheromone diffuser. You can plug into the wall, make them think happy thoughts, keep them separate, 
and uh, you know, make sure if you do put them together, we need m- ample resources. We need multiple litter pans. So if you got four cats, you need five litter pans. If you've got four cats, you need five different uh, posts or different uh, nesting areas that these guys can sit in. So the toys, it's, it's an important thing to make sure they got enough of that stuff. But all these other resources are very important. So yeah. had a lot of work there, Judy. I hope that some of that can help you. And then, you know, like I said, keep the kitties' thoughts in mind and what works best for them. If it's not going to be an ideal situation. Got to do what's right for the kitties first. Thank you so much for your call. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio at 1-866-405-8405. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Day, available exclusively from Imperial Palace and Rio Resorts in Las Vegas. Pets Day provides unique in-room amenities for... That's a hard word. It is. Amenities for your dog, including the food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, the dog treats, even a specialty room service menu. Yeah, they'll be ordering off of room service. Find out more at Caesars.com slash Vegas. This week, starting tonight in Las Vegas, and all through the 31st, Donnie and Marie, yes. And they called it Puppy Love. And I'm sure they'll be playing that. Oh, like, of course. That happens at the Flamingo Showroom. Tickets start at $95. And then go up to 260 bucks. Holy moly, that's expensive. Yes, it is. I'm not supposed to say that? This is a commercial <laughs> for Pet Stain? I'm not supposed to say that. Okay. Uh, tickets start at $95. Go check it out. Bring your dog. And they called it Puppy Love. To Caesars Palace, Paris, Planet Hollywood, Harris, Flamingo, Bally's, Rio, and Imperial Palace Resorts in Las Vegas. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. I saw I saw Batman with Donny Osmond in 1987. That wasn't Donny Osmond. That was Michael Keaton. No, it was it was it was, uh, it was well. We sat next to each other. We went oh. to the movies. He said, "Hey, you wanna you wanna go to the movies and see Batman?" I said, "Yeah," and we went. I had a Donny Osmond doll when I was a kid. <laughs> Maybe your dog can sit. Maybe he can roll over. Maybe he can even play dead. But when you tell him to stay, he's never done it like this. <laughs> Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas proudly announce pet-friendly accommodations. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247. There's no doubt that it's a great time to be alive. Our grandparents could only imagine smartphones, GPS tracking, robotic vacuum, and the litter robot. Yes, I said the litter robot. Technology that automatically cleans the litter box for you. No more nasty litter boxes to stink up the house and always a clean, safe place for your kitties to do their business. It's so efficient and earth-friendly that you'll use half the litter, saving both time and money. And the litter robot doesn't need any special waste receptacles, chemicals, or plumbing. Just use your favorite clumping litter. This is how it works. Seven minutes after your cat uses the litter robot, the patented litter sifting system automatically automatically empties the waste directly into a bag-lined waste drawer, leaving a clean bed of litter for the next use. We know you'll love it so much, we offer a 90-day guarantee. You're on the cutting edge of technology, so why are you still cleaning the litter box the old-fashioned way? Step up to the self-cleaning litter robot, available online at litterrobot.com. That's litter-robot.com. 
Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets, animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joey Villani, dog trainer Alan Cable, and Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. And we have uh, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. Actually, she's taking a few calls today. You know, she, she's allowed to do that. She talked to cats or dogs. Do you know, Judy? She's not species. She, she'll, she'll talk, talk to, to either. So she'll talk to ferrets and pigs and bunnies. She'll talk to anybody. She also texts. And you should see her little pause text. And, How does she do that with the non-opposable thumbs there? Because her paws are so tiny, she's yeah, got a just, big keypad. Yeah, she you, can do you'd it. be surprised. Actually, she gets the, she, the help. Who does she text? Who does she text to? I'm not exactly sure. Know. She we, won't let me know. None, none of our business, really. Do you have a max on the number of texts you can put out a month like any good kid? <laughs> no, I actually had to get unlimited. Yeah, oh. she she texts a lot because a lot of what she texts is gibberish. So you you know. Yeah, you remember big when they had that big. Uh, piano keyboard in the store yeah, on that, that movie well she's got a big pad really big so pad. she just walks around and very special uh, yes. Verizon I think we got yes uh, this portion of animal radio is brought to you by litter robot which automatically cleans the cat litter for you you don't need any special supplies or plumbing just use your favorite clumping litter and never scoop dirty litter again we know you love That's it so amazing. much. I know. I know. These guys offer a 90-day guarantee. It's available at litter-robot.com. Animal Radio listeners get 15% off with the code Animal Radio. All in lowercase, one word, Animal Radio. Use that when you check out at litter-robot.com. And we welcome to the show Sherry. Hey, Sherry, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Good. What's going on in your world? Well, actually, I'm traveling today with my little Ruby. She's a Yorkshire Terrier. Not a very good traveler. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so is that your question? No, no, no. My question is: she's just about three years old, and although she at times will go over to the door, most of the time she doesn't let you know she needs to go to the bathroom. And I trained her on a potty patch, and for a while she would go on the potty patch, and then we start doing more outside stuff. Now she won't have anything to do with the potty patch. And she will actually dance around the room, looks like she wants to play, we'll play for a little while, and then I'll go into the kitchen, I'll come back, and she's wet on the floor, right next to the potty patch or wherever else she wants to go. And she actually defecated on a couch the other day, which appalled me. And I don't know why it is that she, I mean, we take her out all the time, I walk her long walks, I do everything, but but there are just times when we, we will leave for a couple hours and come back and she's peed on the floor. We actually had to buy a steam cleaner just because of her. So I don't know if I should quarantine her into the kitchen and just 
put something across the door and put the potty patch in there, figured it's the only place she could go and retrain her on it, or <clears throat> are Yorkies just that hard? No, you gotta, first of all, Sherry, you gotta demonstrate to your dog the proper way to go to the, the restroom outside. And before I go any further, you know I'm kidding, right? I'm hoping so. I'm just joking. I'm just joking, Sherry. Sherry, you're a good lady. Are you a little nervous? You're a little nervous around your dog? You get a little nervous that the dog's gonna go and, and, and you're, you're excited yourself? Well, yeah, when we leave, I think she knows okay. that, that I'm, I'm, trying to figure out how to get her to go to the bathroom real quick before we go. All yeah. right. Yeah, I do. All that. right, here's what you need, Sherry. Firstly, you need a crate. Do you have a crate? Yes, she hasn't been okay. in it in years. <laughs> All right, you need a crate, a collar, a leash, some treats, time, a lot of patience, and a lot of confidence. And what you're going to do, Sherry, you're going to take her outside. You're going to stand still. You're going to ignore her if she wants to play. Don't don't buy into that. And you're going to wait about 10 minutes for her to go to the bathroom. If she does, you're going to make a big deal out of it, like have fireworks in your pocket. Just go nuts, okay? Good dog. Give her a treat. When you're in the house with her, you either have to put her in the crate or you have to attach her to your hip with the leash so that you know when she's getting ready to do her business. And get rid of those pads. Those pads are a waste of time. They confuse dogs. You know, if a dog can go to the bathroom in the house, that's what a dog knows. She can't tell the difference between the pad and your favorite rug. So you start okay. from scratch, and you're very calm. And you got to go outside and just stand there. When she goes, you bring her back in. You reward her. You tell her what a good dog she is. And you got to keep doing it. After every event, you take her outside. That's important, too. So after she wakes up from a nap, first thing in the morning, before bed, uh, when you come home, wait 10, 15 minutes, let her out. But when you're not there, Sherry, to watch her, you have to keep her in the crate or you have to keep her attached to your hips so that you can correct her immediately when she makes a mistake. You can go, no, and then bring her outside. And that's pretty much all there is to it. You just got to be consistent and have a lot of patience. Okay, so if I'm going to be gone for a few hours, I should just put her in the crate. Absolutely. That way she can't make a mistake. Okay. All right. Well, that's what I'll do. I've got a big one. I had a little one when she was a puppy, but I've got a bigger one. It'll give her a little more room, and I'll just put her in there. And, and we're never really gone that long. It's just that she just decides it. Well, I gotta go. I gotta go. Nobody's around. How big is that One big the, crate? Yeah, Are yeah. And make it a small crate. One other thing, Sherry, is your dog is letting you know. You just have to watch her. Watch her very closely. You say you said before she doesn't let me know when she has to go out, but each dog does it in a different way. And believe me, she's giving you a little cue. You're just not recognizing it yet. You'll learn to. Okay, okay, because they all look like the same play thing. Like, it, and she dances around, and if I throw the toy, then she'll go and get it. So. Well, see, that's the thing. When you take her outside, she has to know it's time to go out to go to the bathroom, not playtime. So playing with a dog is going to make her prolong the event because she's going to realize that as soon as she goes, you bring her in. So she's going to stick, okay. uh, stay outside and play with you and not go. So you have to let her know, okay. hey, it's time to go to the bathroom now. No joking around. Okay. Well, I'm going to give it a shot because it's kind of icky. <laughs> give it a shot, girlfriend. Well, thank you. Thanks. We appreciate your call, Sherry. one 405 8405 It's toll-free to our dream team. Oh, yeah, I was going to tell her to take the dog to a vet. Maybe there's a problem. I always forget to do that. It sounds like she was afraid to be a firm mama. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think you're right. And I hate potty pads. I hate them. I'm so glad you... Well, you it, they're so it confuses confusing. dogs too much. Yeah, well, you know, it does. I have one that has a... It's a potty thing, and it has artificial grass, and I set it up, had it set up before I brought Ladybug home at eight weeks old, 
she walked over, peed in it, and has ever since used it. It has never once your dog's peed different. in the house. Your, your dog she goes different. outside. I take her outside. Stop I, if, bragging about your Yeah, dog. but if we're going places, I take her outside. I tell her to go potty. She goes potty on cue. She'll go. You're very calm, though. You know, that's the whole key is just yeah. being calm. I mean, these people are all freaks. They don't realize it, though. I mean, I go to the dog park every day. I see all the lunatic freaks out there, you know. They're talking to them. They're like, oh, does little Missy want to play with her ball? What a good dog. Come over here. My- oh, don't do that. Don't go near that dog. I'm like, the dog doesn't know what you're talking about. What are you doing? Well, I love my puppy patch, and I'll never get rid of it. Oh, God forbid. And you know, I'm glad I got one on my arm. Do you? A puppy patch? Yeah. <laughs> trying, to grow up puppies? trying to break the habit. Trying to break the habit. At least your uh, your cat's not going outside the box, because cats pooping out of the box is a whole different uh, oh, yeah. whole different thing. That's a big thing. I see so many people. That's a common complaint, common concern that we have is cats pooping in the wrong place. So, I mean, you've probably experienced that, too, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, we have a lot of cats, so we never know which cat it is. I think the biggest trick is trying to figure out who's doing what when yeah. you have a multiple cat situation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wish so, there was some trick. Well, I got well, one you got to figure out which cat doesn't <laughs> like you. No, that's just you, Alan. <laughs> no, I have a trick for you, okay? Okay. okay. You have multiple cats, and you need to figure out who's pooping uh-huh. out of the box. So you uh-huh. know who to take to the vet, who to have concerns about. It's very simple. Really? Take some Crayolas and get a little shredder, and you shred the crayons and make little colored shavings. And then you add it to some canned food, and you feed it to Kitty. <gasps> and you do that for oh. a couple days. And oh, then someone gets that lucky job of walking around and looking for the sh- colored shavings. And then you'll know who. You can use color coding. You can use one color for one cat, another color for another. It's non-toxic. That's what, you know, kids eat them all the time. So it's totally safe. All the time. Now, the, uh, the other thing you can do is um, beets. Actually, believe it or not, some cats find beets kind of appetizing. So you can use beets or beet juice and add that to the food. Um, the only problem is then you get kind of beet stained poo, so yeah. <laughs> your you carpet. may not want that lit you're all like over a, your carpet. You're like, a, you're like a poop detective, Debbie, over there. She really is. You know, <laughs> my job has so many perks, you don't know. <laughs> What you call perks, uh, but uh, yeah, one man's trash. I free feed the cats. I have four cats. I free feed them. How do I make sure one is eating magenta and one's eating uh, what's another Crayola color? Hell, you're the human here. So yes. you take the food, you put it down in front of one cat, and ah. you only let one cat eat it, and then you take it right away. That's a pretty good tip. We'll put it up over at the website and another use for those crayons. Don't use my crayons, though, Judy. I'll tell you that right now. You touch my crayons. See, she'll always pick up my crayons, and then she colors outside the box. She doesn't know. You don't do that. You don't do that with men, though, do you, Debbie? You know, at dinner, you know, here, take this crayon. Eat this. this. (laughs) No, no, but you never know what it might slip into their drink. But boy, if you could do that with men in urine, you could see who's peeing on the toilet rim. Oh, hey, I have a tip for that one, too. So (laughs) (laughs) that's next week. Hey, hey, Debbie, what color crayon goes good with a red wine? (laughs) You know, I I might say um, maybe a burnt umber. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Hey, honey. Hi, Dad. What's your drawing? 
It's our house. That's you. Oh. Me. Huh? Mom and Josh. Wow. Playing ball. You are becoming quite the artist. When you're a kid, you don't know that home ownership builds communities. That owning a home contributes to higher self-esteem and better test scores. You just know that home is where you play, grow, and learn. The National Association of Realtors wants you to know that home ownership matters to our families, our neighborhoods, and our country. Learn more at houselogic.com slash homeownership. From now on, your day can start with a perfectly brewed cup of coffee or tea thanks to the Bosch Tassimo Home Brewing System and unique barcode technology. From now on, your dishes will wash in virtual silence thanks to the quietest dishwasher line in North America. Bosch dishwashers were named number one in a best value by a leading consumer publication. And right now, you can get a great deal on Bosch appliances by visiting your local Best Buy retailer. Bosch, invented for life. Bosch offers the quietest dishwashers in North America and no major brand offers a quieter model at any Bosch price point. June 2012. Glass defined by similarly priced design models of major brands based on a leading consumer publication June 2012. Tassimo is a registered trademark of Kraft Foods. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Never see, touch, or smell messy waste again. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, there should be no shortage of potential profile subjects for this brand new show, National Geographic has just ordered a new series called Spoiled Rotten Pets. As a nicely self-explanatory title suggests, the series is about pet owners who go over the top when they take care of their animals. Who doesn't do that? Examples from the series include terriers getting their own lavish bark mitzvahs, kittens taken to plush and extravagant cat spas, and fond over ferrets that are dressed up for a ferret fashion show. The series is hosted by Beth Stern, that's Howard Stern's new wife, an animal advocate, and also she's hosted that HGTV series, Mom Caves. The six-episode show starts production in September. From the backyard grill to the picnic basket, Americans seem to have a love affair with meat and poultry. Well, to supply that demand, livestock production has turned to Concentrated Animal Feeding Operations, or CAFO. And as a new business model grows high volumes of cows, pigs, and birds, they put them in within uh, short time spans and the smallest spaces possible. So these factory farms are designed to be efficient at producing meat, but... Here's what they do. They also generate a lot of manure. Livestock animals create, ready for this, 13 to 25 times more of it than humans. You thought your husband spent a lot of time on the john. Well, cows and pigs do it a lot more, (laughs) especially on a per weight basis. So that results in quantities uh, that form a single large CFO that can surpass the sanitary waste production of a city as big as Philly, and you know how bad Philly smells. Treatment is not required for animal manure as it is for human sewage. So you want to know where does all that waste go? Well, a growing body of evidence is indicating that it's ending up in the water that we depend on for commerce, recreation, and perhaps most importantly, drinking. Spills that occur during manure transport or when storage facilities fail can lead to easily discernible significant impacts on water quality. Spreading livestock manure in quantities greater than the plants can use or the soil can absorb can cause severe water quality problems, thereby 
they can actually harm human health. Unfortunately, that doesn't fully capture likely the impacts of discharges from CAFOs because only 27.5% of rivers and streams and 45.5% of lakes nationally have been uh, assessed. So you may want to start uh, drinking some bottled water. It's the season for state and county fairs, and health officials are reminding fairgoers be careful around pigs because of a new flu spreading from the animals to people. Officials say 29 human cases of the new strain of swine flu have been confirmed in the last year, including 12 recently. The new flu has a gene from the 2009 pandemic strain that might make it more contagious. So fairgoers, wash your hands and avoid taking food and drinks into the barns. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Just replace a disposable litter tray once every few weeks and never handle messy waste again. Learn more at ScoopFree.com. Do you enjoy cleaning your cat's litter box? (laughs) I didn't think so. ScoopFree is the litter box that cleans itself so you don't have to. ScoopFree automatically rakes waste away, but unlike other systems, you can leave ScoopFree alone for weeks at a time without handling waste or refilling litter. All you do is replace a disposable litter tray, and you'll never see, smell, or touch messy waste again. Learn more about the number one rated automatic litter box at ScoopFree.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer canine caviar, visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. And now a gift for someone who has everything. How about a two-headed albino rat snake? The World Aquarium in St. Louis has been home to we, the two-headed wonder, since 1999. Most two-headed snakes only live a few months, but we is doing well. She's about four feet long, her body is white, and her heads have a red tone. The aquarium purchased the six-and-a-half-year-old rat snake for $15,000, but now hopes to offer her on eBay with a starting price of $150,000. Now that sounds like a lot of money. And think of all those extra rats you're going to have to buy. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are 
here with you. Judy Francis screening your calls. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog trainer Alan Cable. Dog father Joey Volani and animal communicator Joey Turner. We are your dream team. And welcome if this is your first week. Celebrating our 12th year coming up here. Woohoo! It's hard well, to believe we're doing it so, so long. No, long time. We're, we're getting old around here. We are. You know, you know who else is, huh? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is it boss? It's my, our dogs. No, it's my birthday. Oh, yes. Oh, I forgot. Tomorrow's ce- your birthday. Aren't we celebrating it all month long? You're getting into your <laughs> golden years, birthday. aren't you? <laughs> oh, you know, you're going to watch it there, Hal. <laughs> yeah, Hal. That wasn't very nice. Well, I just was trying to make a slick DJ segue. You know, we get a lot of books here, and it seems like everybody who has a pen writes a book. They, they always send them to us because they want to get in the Animal Radio Book Club because once you get in there, you sell a lot of books. Just yeah, like it's Oprah's. like Oprah. Yeah, you, you get on our show. <laughs> and I'll tell you, frankly, there's a lot of crap out there. There's, you know, we get a lot of stuff and it ends up in the trash can. I a just lot of it looks like it. people just threw it together over the course of about 24 hours. Anyone could really self-publish these days. Yes. But when yes. we have a book that comes through that I really like, I say to Judy, let's get these guys on the air. Because there's a few books that just really stick out and books that we want you to pick up. And this next author wrote a book, actually put together from a bunch of different veterinarians, a book called Your Dog's Golden Years. And we welcome to the show Jennifer Kasanick. Am I pronouncing it? Kasanick. Yeah. Kas- okay. Hi, everybody. How are you doing Hi. today? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Love the book. Oh, thank you. I have to ask about the cover. Is that supposed to be like a bucket list or something for a dog? Yes, that's Claude. Um, yeah, and that's his bucket list, his which bucket is the book. List. Okay, so let's explain this because it is radio. <laughs> I'll hold the I'll hold the book up to the microphone. Thank you, Hal. We have a golden retriever on the front holding a bucket, and in it is the bucket list. So it's I just made that correlation right now. Thank you, Judy, for Very for doing good. that. Yeah. So you got twenty canine professionals that have put together their take on the older pet or getting older, right? Right. It's twenty canine professionals from around the country, and we've each have written chapters based on our expertise. And so it includes some information on just basic uh, senior dog care, kind of what senior dogs go through, their needs, and some tips for people to better care for them. And then we have uh, information on, you know, uh, alternative, natural, and even some holistic therapies and remedies for people to learn about. When does your pet, your dog, become a senior? Um, it depends on the, the size of the pet, the smaller dogs a little longer so it might be 10 or 12 for a small breed but for a medium-sized dog like a lab it's usually around seven wow you think of them as still a young pup around seven so young how do you uh, really assess the quality of your dog as he as he gets older because i know some just like humans some dogs you know things fail fast as well as uh well with humans you know there can be humans that are in their 90s that are sharp and fast-witted i assume that's the same thing with dogs yeah it is the same thing with dogs i mean some dogs have lots of health issues and some live very long lives with very few but most of them like us they do get issues especially the larger breeds are going to have the osteoarthritis and you know different problems with their joints and there's lots of help for seniors you know there's medications and you know, like i said traditional care but there's also some alternative and natural 
options out there that are available Ooh. for our dogs as well as us. Everything that's available for us, uh, like chiropractic care, for instance, is also available for our dogs. So what should I be looking for? I mean, if Fido's not jumping around like he used to. My dog, by the way, is actually named Fido. I just wanted to... Oh, really? <laughs> Ridge, if he's not jumping up on the on the counters and, and counter surfing anymore, maybe that's a sign that he's getting old. Yeah, they'll slow down. They'll maybe um, not want to climb the stairs or not want to hop on the bed. You know, a little slower on the walk. You'll start seeing some um, signs of discomfort and pain. Maybe they won't be um, eating like they normally do, sleeping a little more, um, maybe showing some, they, sometimes they show some signs of anxiety um, mm. when they're in pain or as they get older. Yeah, don't they try to hide their pain? Yeah, they do. I mean, they can, they can uh, they're not like us. They can tolerate quite a bit. Um, so when you start seeing signs where your dog is slowing down, they're probably in some pretty significant pain at that point. And, and we know that, you know, as the veterinarian here, I got to put in the word that, you know, we know that about 15 to 20% of senior pets have something wrong with them that we just don't know about. So for me, I'm all about being proactive and doing senior wellness screening. What kind of guidelines do you provide for pet owners? Um, for what kind of tests they need to have done? Well, we talk about in the book, actually, the first chapter is written from a senior dog's point of view. And so he, he just kind of discusses um, what it's like to be a senior dog and, and what he's feeling and what his needs are, and then also some tips for people um, to help make life a little easier for their seniors. Ramps, you want to make sure the dogs, they'll start slipping on wood or tile floors um, as they start getting weaker and that sort of thing. So we just give uh, you know some ideas so people can kind of get in the head of their dog to see what they're you know feeling. And we also talk about signs and signals that they give us that they're in pain, because that's how they communicate with us is through their uh, body language. With me, I bitch and moan when I just have the slightest. If I oh, get, you get a, a paper, paper cut, cut. Uh, yeah, no, I'll be complaining. Yeah. Send me to ER, but they yeah. hold back. The book talks a little bit about anticipatory grief. Yes, um, you know, a, a lot of dogs get um, chronic or you know uh, terminal illnesses like cancer, liver diseases, that sort of thing. And you know, as a pet owner, you're you're doing what you can. It, it's part of your family, and you do go through a grieving process even prior to losing the dog. That's Doug's chapter, and he did a great job giving people some techniques on how to deal with that last stage of life. And we also have um, a lot of resources at the end of each chapter. So if readers want to get more information on any of the therapies, or um, for instance, in Doug's chapter, uh, get some free counseling in regards to pet loss, we have all the resources people need from sort of start to finish. Like it is a done. really complete book, a great book. I'm actually going to give away 10 copies right now at one 405 8405 if you're not lucky enough to get through. The book is called Your Dog's Golden Years. Head on over to Amazon or your bookstore. Jennifer Kasnick, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. one 405 8405 Your Dog's Golden Years, a must-have book that you should have around. Uh, you know, even if your dog isn't old, he's going to get old. Someday. Uh, someday yes, it will happen. It, it happens to all of us. Damn it. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. It's Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets like nobody's business. 1-866-405-8405. That's toll free to Dr. Debbie. 
dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Volani, or in this particular case, Joey Turner, animal communicator extraordinaire. And we have uh, John on the phone. Hey, John, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good. Thanks. How are you? Good. What's going on in your world? Oh, a little bit of rain up here in Colorado. Well, you probably need it, though. We definitely need it. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it, it's um, All the flowers are popping up right now up here. <laughs> you got to love that. Well, I have animal communicator Joey Turner right here for you. Thanks so much for taking my call. Call me about yeah, well. my girl dog, Tootie. And um, she's losing a lot of uh, <laughs> kind of bunches of hair around the house. It seems like the weather's always changing. And I was wondering if it's climate-related or if she's got something else going on. Okay. Let me say hi to her. She says to tell you that she actually thinks she's fine, although her skin feels really dry to her. So she wants to know if you can do something to help with that. And I'm sorry, go ahead. You know, I was going to say, okay, I'm going to give her a bath uh, today or tomorrow, I think. And you'd probably want to use a conditioner with that. I know our wonderful groomer, Joey Villani, he could tell you some probably great things to do for dry skin, but she does actually think it's weather-related. Okay. So okay. she doesn't have a big issue about it. It's just that she feels bad because it's like, oh, my God, I'm going everywhere, and my hair is going everywhere, and it's making everything <laughs> such a mess. And apparently whoever is cleaning up, um, it's making a lot of work for them to clean up. Yeah, I'm vacuuming uh, when I come home every night. Every day, there's her uh, tufts of hair all over the place. I think it's kind of cute, but I was just making sure that... She says, you really don't mind that she dumps all this hair everywhere? No, she's got to do what she's got to do. She goes, okay, then she's not going to feel bad. She's going to let that hair fall out. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. I got an easy solution yeah. for you, actually. Okay, because your climate has been probably on the drier side this summer, it's real easy. Just go out and get yourself a bottle of distilled water and a spray bottle and spray oh, it on okay. your dog and and just brush it through. And that's going to be the best hydration that you can give that coat. And it's also going to slow down the shedding process because the shedding process, unless your dog hasn't been groomed in a long time, the shedding process really shouldn't be real heavy right now. It's, you know, usually at the end of September, October, November, that's a little bit different. But right now it shouldn't. So it... it if it is a climate problem and it, and it does need hydration because the dog is a little bit itchy, um, that's what I would do with, with a good brush and a little bit of water. Do it every day, and you should see um, major results. You bet you I'll do that. I'll go get some distilled water, and I'll try that. Thank you. We're up at 8,300 feet in the mountains, oh. so the climate's always changing. You know? where, where is it you live? Uh, up above in the in the mountains in the Rockies above Boulder uh, in Netherland. Netherland. I'm very familiar with it. I'm a Denver oh, okay. boy. Born and raised Great. in Denver. I oh, escaped. <laughs> Thanks for your call, John. Good luck with the Thank you leader. very much. one 405 8405 That's the number to connect toll-free to our dream team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Volani, and animal communicator Joey Turner. All here at your beck and call. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Hi, Randy Travis here, and you're listening to Animal Radio. It's Vinny Penn, your party animal, coming at you on Animal Radio. You know, I was just thinking the other day about something very interesting. I, I, I've admitted here on the air before, 
when I was very, very, very little to being afraid of dogs, which is why I understand my daughter's fear of dogs. And then, of course, we wound up owning two, and they were two of the greatest loves of my life, my two dogs, Rocky and uh, Cruiser. But I was remembering the other day that what doesn't help, because somebody almost said it to my daughter, and I stopped them, is when you're told, oh, don't be afraid of dogs, they can smell fear, you know. No six-year-old wants to hear the word. They can they can smell. They'll know I'm afraid. Oh, and if they smell. I remember someone specifically saying to me, they'll smell the fear. First of all, fear doesn't even have a scent. But somebody said to me, they'll smell it on you, and it drives someone. Because next thing you know, you're walking by a dog, and you're like, I'm not afraid of you. You certainly can't smell that fear. What are you looking at? There's no reason to look. And there is this weird kind of electric, in-the-air current thing happens that a dog will start barking. I remember one time walking by a dog. I'm not afraid. I'm not, just looking straight ahead. I'm not afraid. And he started looking at him, side eyes at him. Well, oh, you look you're, you're walking like a young boy who's afraid of me. And now I'm going to give you something to be afraid of. What is it with the they can smell the fear thing? I don't even understand that. And if that were the case, wouldn't dogs just be beefing with skunks? Wouldn't it just be something out of West Side Story? The dogs and the skunks rather than the jets and the sharks? Don't tell little kids that dogs can smell the fear. That is Vinnie Penn's mantra on this week's party animal. It's Animal Radio. Are you lucky, dog? Coming up in just a few minutes for the season of stars, Bob Barker makes his 10th appearance right here on Animal Radio. Also, we're supposed to speak to the editors of Wired Magazine. Although I'm just learning now that that may be pushed off because we're running out of time. Got all your calls today. Just got off the phone with Seymour. He wanted to know if he could ask his questions over at Facebook. And yes, absolutely you can at Facebook at Animal Radio. So thanks, Seymour. And I used to have a cat as a kid named Seymour. Did you? We both had animals named Seymour. I don't know why I picked the name like Seymour for my rat, who is, uh, he was a cute little rat, kind of had... Big tail end, if you know what I mean. Like a, like a rat normally does, a long tail. <laughs> yeah, and then whatever's behind the tail there. Was, I oh, think the boy parts. Boy. The boy yeah. parts, yes, the nards. Oh, can I say nards? Okay. Is it okay if I say nards on the radio? But, you're talking about rat nards, you can say nards. You can say nards. You know, he liked to play with a little laser. Oh, and, you know, you don't think about those for rats no. or ferrets or I, animals like that. If you haven't had a chance to visit us over at Facebook, now is the time to head on over there. We are giving away a huge package for huge? you. Huge for you and your pets. And I'll tell you, this package worth upwards of $350. And all for knowing the word of the week. Two of the words... You can find over at Facebook, but you need to know three words, and I'm going to tell you the third word in just a second. In this package, select autograph CDs from Dolly Parton and Hank Williams, Vetresen Spray, the Wall Clipper Kit, and a care package for you and your cat with dog treats and toys. Also, dinner or lunch at Cracker Barrel or Hometown Buffet, Country Buffet, Ryan's, or Fire Mountain, and also included 
the Frolly Cat Bundle, which has the Frolly Cat Bolt, which is an interactive laser toy that provides hours of fun for you and your feline. Isn't that cool? You just can set it when you're gone and your cat can play while you're away. Yeah. And it's for you, too, you know. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I really like these laser things. I know you do. You like little lights, don't you have? It includes the Frolic Cat Bolt, the Frolic Cat Twitch, which automatically bounces and swings one of these teasers. Oh, that's like a feather at the end of a stick? Yeah. Well, not just a feather. It's yeah. it's a real cute toy, not okay. just your regular old feather. Okay. And the Frolic Cat Dart. It's an automatic rotating laser light that provides hours of fun for you and your feline or your canine. This is also for your dog. Kate, they like lights, they like too, it that too. laser lights. Yes, my little dog will chase it. You place the dart on the floor, turn the switch on, and watch the chase begin. The cat could even play while you're away. So you can turn this little puppy on wow. and go to work. How cool is that? I'll you, sit there and I'll watch the little laser go around. Oh, I know. You're hours. very entertained. Well, you know, you can set it for different... It, it doesn't come on at the same time, so your cat's not expecting it. it can be, it'll come on intermittently throughout the day. To play with your cat while you're gone. Learn more at www.frolicat. That's F-R-O-L-I-C-A-T.com. That Frolicat bundle all a part of this big package that we're giving away. Here it is. Your word of the week. What is it? Pampered. 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 Ah, like the pampered pooch. Just like that. Pampered. So head on over to our Facebook page right now at Animal Radio. And you'll have all three words to win this prize package worth over $350. Speaking of rats, you had a kind of a few rats at the office this week, I understand. And no. Not, not the kind yeah. that are, uh, you know, running around. <laughs> not claiming through our walls. Yeah. <laughs> no, not fortunately. like New York. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are patients of ours. So we see all sizes and types of critters around here. So, yes, we had a female rat who came in with a very immense mass on her belly, and we diagnosed Ooh. her with a mammary tumor. Ooh, how do you diagnose one? I mean, is um, it the same well, way you do with a, a cat or a dog? Is it just Very similar, yeah. They're, rats have a propensity for mammary tumors, so they happen so commonly. And really, any lump on their underbelly from their chin to their tail, whether it's a male or a female, is really this is really suspicious for a mammary tumor. So um, this little girl, she had a mastectomy and is recovering quite nicely right now. Wow. Do they do reconstructive breast augmentation for that? (laughs) No, we we don't really put like any little rat implants in there. Uh, No, no, it's mostly removing the the abnormal tissue. And with most of these tumors, approximately 90% are benign. So if we see a tumor in a rat, we want to jump on that as quickly as possible because we have the best chance at correcting and solving the problem. Because they'll get real big, they get infected, they get to be nightmares. And unfortunately, a lot of rats are put to sleep because we don't get the opportunity to treat these when they're most Mm. uh, treatable when they're small. Is that an expensive procedure? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, anytime we work on these little guys, we have to use, um, you know, microsurgery instruments. We use laser for that. So you're looking at least getting into a couple hundred bucks for that. Wow. Um, but People really love their not, rats. Yeah. I mean, it's not the size of the animal. It's that bond. And rats are so That's smart. Right. They're quite cool. Okay. Yeah. I love my little rat, Seymour. Oh, we're taking you back, Al. taking me back. Mm-hmm. Miss Seymour. Remember, spay and neuter your animal, and abusers are losers. Now back to Animal Radio.
It's Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405. That's the number to connect with our dream team. And we are so proud to to pack up again with, and I pack it, pack it up like, you know, like dog pack, pack it up with the cross country adoption <laughs> tour. Get your licks on Route 66 with Fido Friendly Magazine and Animal Radio. The tour is kicking off uh, Friday, November 2nd, is that correct? Or October 6th? October 6th. Saturday, October 6th in California and goes all along Route 66 adopting animals out. Last year, a million animals were adopted. So this year we want two million. Two million animals. That's not true. Sometimes I have a tendency to exaggerate just Just a little little bit. Yes, Hal. But if you're looking for a pet, you want to find yourself along Route 66 as they travel through Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Oklahoma, Missouri, and Illinois, uh, ending up there. uh, Is that where Route 66 actually ends up? I think so. Okay. You know, how, how do they do this? Very carefully. They drive very, very carefully. It's, no, but I'm saying the dogs are the dogs with them on on on, on the road. I mean, how actually? How do, you know, how do you, this year? You what we're out? doing is all the shelters in these various cities are coming out to a certain location. So the animals are already in their respective cities. So if you're in Texas, you're going to find a Texas dog. We discovered that last year, moving the animals from like California to Chicago. They would have that California accent. They'd get to Chicago. They weren't accepted readily. So we figured, yeah, well, yeah. we'd want to keep it real local. Keep the animals local. Gotcha. Yeah. That's it, Hal. <laughs> That's a big problem right there. Yeah. California dogs are it happier. Is. They really are. And uh, you know who's the uh, spokesperson this year for the tour? You going to guess? Anyone? I anyone? know who it is. You know so it's not fair for me to guess. No. You guys won't tell us. Victoria Stillwell. And she is joining us today. Hi, Victoria. How are you doing? Hey. Hi, good to be here. Well, you must be very excited about this. I am, and I think um, it's just, just, just a worthwhile cause. Absolutely. Now, how many animals do you have at home? I have two. I have a chocolate Labrador called Sadie and a Chihuahua called Jasmine. And where do you live? Do you live East Coast, West Coast? I live on the East Coast, yeah, in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, are you going to be at any one of these particular stops? No, I won't be, actually, unfortunately, just because I have a busy filming schedule. But um, I'm a spokesperson for it because I really believe what they're doing. Yeah. Um, it, it's so important. Obviously, so many animals and shelters that need homes. And so this, Get Your Licks from Route 66, just it, it highlights that plight. Um, also offers humane education, especially for children as well, which is what I'm very much into, um, getting the younger generation really understanding how to treat um, teach and live with, with um, dogs and cats and all kinds of pets safely and humanely. Yeah. Your show, It's Me or the Dog, so that's what you're talking about for filming. You're, you're in, This has got to be your gazillion season doing this. Well, no, I know. Now, I'm actually filming some other stuff, um, which is very exciting, which I can't say yet. But um, Oh, you can I, tell us. Come on. We won't tell anybody. No, but I yeah. can't. No, I, I, I am filming. I have on YouTube, um, <laughs> eHow Pets youtube.com slash ehowpets. I do a series of training videos, but also a great series called American Dog, where I go around America interviewing amazing people that are doing incredible things with dogs and incredible dogs that are doing amazing things for people. So that I, I'm doing a lot of filming for that, plus two other new projects that hopefully you'll be able to see on your television screen next year. Very exciting. It's just too bad you're not going to be on the adoption tour because your voice, it's just so beautiful. Your accent is so alluring that all you'd have to do is say, take this dog, and I would do as you told me. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, we look forward to talking to you a little more as the uh, tour heads across the country. It kicks off October 6th in Los Angeles, and we'll actually be broadcasting live from that event. And more details over at the website at animalradio.com. It is the cross-country adoption tour. Get your licks on Route 66. The fourth annual. They've been doing this for, this is going to be number four. This is four? This Holy is four moly. Years. You can see the animals that they adopted out each year, and it's increased. So if you didn't get your animal last year or the year before or before that, this is the year to get a brand new dog, and we'll have them for you. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And Judy's screening your calls at 1-866-405-8405. That's slow enough for you there, Guido. Joey Turner, at your beck and call. Dog father, Joey Villani, a phone call away. Dog trainer, Alan Cable, at your fingertips. And Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. On this uh, almost Labor Day weekend, one week, next weekend? One week? No. Are we here next week? We are? I hate Holy it. moly. Yeah. Do we get paid overtime? I hate it. I know. You know it is coming to an end. I know. It's Memorial Weekend <laughs> kicks it off and Labor Day ends it. Well, you got to love, Joey, the fact that you're in California now. I mean, when you were in Jersey, it meant snow and all that crappy weather. Yeah, but I travel back and forth a lot, so, you know, I mean, it's it's still, I hate it. I don't want to go back to snow and deal with all that crap i got to deal with over there. Yeah, yeah see, so my birthday's on Labor Day weekend, and I always hated it as a kid, because you look forward to your birthday, oh, but then Friday. school always started. Holy moly. Well, let's see, a big show for you today, this hour. <laughs> Bob Barker will be joining us for the uh, 10th time. Looking forward to this. Also, the editors of Wired Magazine will be joining us. One of my favorite magazines, and they just wrote a book called Rabid, and they'll be talking about rabies. Uh, I just got off our Facebook page where I see that our poll, whether Michael Vick should have a dog, what you think, mm-hmm. it's about 75% no. There really? is a 25% contingency there that says, yes, he should have a dog. That poll's not done with. If you want to get on over our Facebook page and uh, enter that poll, Tell us what you think. We'd love to hear from you. I also see that our yeah, neighbors... I, wa- I want you to add something yes. to it. If, if the 25% of the Eagles fans, okay, because Eagles fans can't can't vote on this because, of That's course, they're right. going to be pro-Michael Vick. I, I, and That's I, right. I'd like to know that. That's right. They're disqualified. Yeah, no, Eagle, no Eagles fans on that uh, yeah. poll there. Sorry about that. We immediately disqualify you. And uh, if you're from Canada, turn your radios off. Our little, our friends to our north, our sombrero. The U.S.'s cap. Interesting uh, little thing that they're doing right now. You know, I always thought these guys were pretty tame. They are now eating dog. And, and are Canada? You kidding? I cannot believe it. And they may have been doing this for quite a while. I don't know. It's just now really? in the papers. I read this morning. Vietnam, of course, is having to... They've always eaten dog. And right, right. now, there's a lot of stolen pets, a big market for stolen pets in Vietnam. Oh, no. So yeah. what is it, like an underground where? thing? Or can you go to the store and buy um, Dalmatian? You know, I mean... It's... No, where how, how, do you just, how do you just get dog? Well, yeah. what they're doing in Canada is they're adopting these animals from the shelters. Oh, man. Oh, is 
is this restaurants that are serving it? You know, I don't think so. I'd have to do a little more. I actually have the article up over at AnimalRadio.com if you want to learn a little more about this and and see what's happening. I just kind of thought Canadians really doing this. No, that's too, that's too close to home. That is too close to home. So just another reason to hate you Canadians if you're. <laughs> hey, hey, is it just one family? Maybe it's just one hey, crazy them. family up there. This is another reason to go check out our website at AnimalRadio.com and you can learn a little more about that. A little disheartening because I look I look down at Ladybug and because. Joy says Ladybug knows what I'm thinking all the time, and I, I'm, Ladybug's looking at me pretty fearsome right now. She's giving me these big... <laughs> You're not thinking, Hal. No, I would never think that. But I mean, the thought's going through my mind, I mean, but I would never do it, of course. Right, well, you think other people would. Yeah. They'd look at her and think, ah. Oh. She, she, see, that's perfect for me, because I'm on a diet. I'm on a diet, so Ladybug <laughs> might be the perfect portion. She really is too small to eat, and... Appetizer. It is Animal Radio. We are celebrating our connection with our pets. And if you just tuned in, we <laughs> yes, don't Lord. eat dog. No, <laughs> no. Make that, we're just uh, don't bringing, think about it. Yes, no. not, not even thinking about it. Stacy, what are you working on? I'll tell you what. There's nothing like creative lawmakers, and the Massachusetts taxpayers are going to be able to lend a hand to homeless animals under some new state laws. They've got a whole bunch of them, and I, just great ideas. And hopefully, some other states are going to follow suit with this. I'll tell you all about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Very good. And Joey, what are you working on? I'm working on how to get rid of that oily, greasy, smelly coat. How's that? I had one of those as a kid, as a youngster. At school, the kids would call me Grease Pit. I would never wash my hair, and I I, I had all kinds of fun. People that get into radio. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Be thankful you're on the other side of this radio. Oh, man. Help. Uh, we have Curtis on the phone. Hey, Curtis. Hey. How you doing? What's up? Uh, I'm uh, listening on XM Radio. I'm in uh, Jonesboro, Arkansas, and I was uh, had a question about my female boxer. She's six years old, and she's got a growth coming out uh, between uh, her front molar, uh, her large okay. tooth there on the bottom. And it's uh, it's almost the size of a golf ball now. Holy cow! Yeah, we took her to the vet, and we've got an excellent vet. But he's, uh, you know, we're afraid it might be cancer or whatever. But uh, I kind of wanted a second opinion and and see what you thought about it. And he says that mm-hmm. a lot of times when they cut them off, they'll grow back bigger. Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely hard because I can't quite see this lump. But if it, it's actually coming off of the gum area or it's coming off the skin. Yeah, it's it's off out of the gum. Out of the gum. Hmm. Okay. Well, you know, there are some tumors that are both either benign, so they're good, or they're malignant. And coming off the gum tissue, we can have either which scenario. The size of what you're describing definitely has me a little concerned. The other possibility, there's this whole group of tumors that occur off the dog's gum that um, is what we call an epulis. And it, it can be a type of a benign tumor that grows from the periodontal area of the tooth. And... Um, that would be a great thing that I could wish for your doggy because um, it might mean pulling some teeth and doing a little surgery to remove it. But uh, that would be the best case scenario I could I could think of something that size. Um, but I would agree that you know if he's saying you just take it off, um, it could come back even if it's this benign tumor if we don't remove those teeth in that area. Um, but there are some definitely some more serious tumors that can arise from the mouth cavity in dogs, and it's one of those areas um, that I do 
take seriously. So um, if there's any way that we can do some sampling from your baby's tumor, I would encourage that be done. And uh, in some cases, we can do something as simple as a needle biopsy to get just kind of an idea of what we might be up against. A needle biopsy can be generally done uh, with very minimal uh, kind of medication. So most dogs, we can do a needle biopsy with them fully awake. In the mouth area, maybe we need to give a little something to make your pet a little sleepy or a little relaxed about the whole procedure. But it's quick, it's down and dirty, doesn't require general anesthesia, and it may help give you some direction in making that decision. Is this something we really need to look at doing surgery, or is it already pretty extensive and something we don't want to get into? But depending on your area and what kind of veterinary care is there, you know, here in, in, in the Las Vegas area, we have the ability of some great specialty services in the area. So even with some big, ugly tumors, there's some great techniques that can be had to, to battle these things and to try to not only just surgically treat them, but also use medicines to kind of help battle that. So I think I would definitely like to see a little bit more information, if we can, about what your pet's particular tumor might be, and, and that needle biopsy, I think, will be the first step there. Well, we're taking her back to the vet uh, this week. He said something about, you know, if it's cancer, he said they might have to wind up and taking half of her jaw off, and I don't want that. That's just, I just, I just can't hardly stand that. Yeah, well, gosh, I got to tell you, I have a, a patient back in my memory that's long since passed, um, but Jeffrey was his name, and he was a little Pomeranian, and he had a horrible malignant tumor on his lower jaw. And um, most veterinarians would say he had less than six months to live. But we got him in the hands of a specialist who did an aggressive surgery. And he lived, I forget how many years beyond that. Um, and we did have to have a good part of his jaw removed. But he was a happy boy. Once he healed from his surgery, he was even able to eat solid food. And, you know, no one could tell him different that he was special. Um, he was just a good boy. So, um, you know, I know sometimes those therapies sound scary, but pets are very resilient. And sometimes they don't know the difference that they're a little handicapped, so we just don't tell them. <laughs> I'll let you know what happens. Fabulous. Bye-bye. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. This is Animal Radio. When you're in the mood for the perfect cup of coffee or tea, look to the Bosch Tassimo Home Brewing System with unique barcode technology. Enjoy your homebrew in the peace of your kitchen, virtually silent thanks to Bosch dishwashers. Bosch has the quietest dishwasher line in North America, which is one of the many reasons that Bosch dishwashers are ranked number one and a best value by a leading consumer publication. And because it's a Bosch, you'll know you're getting the best. We've built versatility into everything we design. It's time to step up to Bosch. Visit a Best Buy store near you or go to bestbuy.com slash Bosch for special offers and product information. Bosch invented for life. Bosch offers the quietest dishwashers in North America and no major brand offers a quieter model at any Bosch price point. June 2012. Class defined by similarly priced and designed models of major brands based on a leading consumer publication June 2012. Tassimo is a registered trademark of Kraft Foods. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. 
It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Have you ever been frustrated while trying to take a picture of your pet? They're sitting there looking so cute. You pick up your camera and they run away, jump out of the frame, or try to play with you, or maybe even attack the camera. Pet photographer Ian White suggests choosing a background that works well with your pet. For example, if you have a black lab, he'll show up better on a light-colored blanket. Pets model the best when they're a little tired and after a meal. Let them fall asleep on the selected background and then alert them with a treat or a squeaky toy. Be ready with that camera. Try to take the photo from eye level, which may mean lying on your stomach or having your pet up on a bed or furniture. Good luck. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Across this country, 102 stations in XM Satellite Radio. Don't forget, you can also get us on your Animal Radio app for iPhone or Android. We're not phone species here. Either one's fine. You're the same show. You can also send us your questions through that app, or you can head on over to Facebook, where we got the Michael Vick poll. So far, 75% say he should not get a new pet, a new dog, and 25% say, yeah, he should. And I guess we have to rule out Eagles fans. If you're an Eagles fan, you, you, you can't vote. Yeah, your but, vote uh, doesn't count. Disqualified. Head on over to Facebook.com slash Animal Radio and uh, ask your questions or vote for the Michael Vick debacle. Can we call it debacle? Okay. Is I that, think that's fair. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. And, uh, of course, you can also get us via tweet at Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Lubricin. Don't let your pets suffer from joint discomfort. I know you wouldn't do that anyway. And their discomfort with Lubricin. It tastes great. It does. I've tried everything that I talk about. I like. It. In fact, I would put a little <laughs> bit on my salad. Oh. Visit them at www.lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. And don't forget, you get 25% off your first order with the code ANIMALRADIO. And we welcome to the show Brenda. Hey, Brenda, how are you doing? Hey, I'm fine. How are you? Oh, I love that Southern accent. Where are you calling from? I'm called, well, I'm actually in Tallahassee, Florida, but I'm from Thomasville, Georgia. Thomasville, that's the Georgia, that's the Georgia accent you have there, isn't it? I guess so. I have a weakness for ladies with a, with that kind of accent, I'll tell you that right now. But I'm going to sh- <laughs> shut my mouth and I'm going to let you talk to Dr. Debbie. How's that sound? 
Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Well, behave there, Hal. Uh, this is Dr. Debbie. What can we do for you here? Now, see, I'm kind of drawing into it myself here. <laughs> they said that you wrote a book on Yorkies, and I was telling the lady that I spoke with earlier that um, I just um, actually bred my Yorkie. My best friend, Barbara Bales, is from, um, she's actually from Cumming, Georgia, up north of Atlanta. And she and I meet about every six to eight weeks in a little town called Warner Robins, Georgia, and go shopping. And I actually brought my Yorkie, my female Yorkie there, and she and I got to talking, and she wanted a puppy from her. So I said, okay. She was actually a rescue, and I said, okay, I'll breed her one time, and I'll give you a puppy from her. So Mm -hmm. I did, and thinking that she would only have maybe three to four puppies, she had eight puppies. Seven pounds. Oh my goodness, that poor child. The male male only weighs six. So I never in my wildest imagination thought she would have eight puppies. Now I have to to stop you for a second. um, When the puppies were five days old, she got milk fever. So I had to play Optimum and raise all eight puppies. (laughs) Well, never, never did the vets here in Tallahassee or in Thomasville thought those eight puppies would live. But wow. I'm extremely hard-headed and very hard-willed, I guess, and I just was very determined to have them live. So I got up every three hours and bottle-fed them, and all eight lived. Awesome. i got to say, i got to put a little kind of flavor to that. So Yorkie puppies, are usually they usually only have about one to four per litter. So the fact that this little thing had eight is just, it is truly, um, that's kind of like the max that these guys can potentially have. So... And, and the milk well, fever. it was a record here in Thomasville. I mean, the vets, they never thought that they would live. I mean, they, they told me they really didn't think that they would live. But, well, I'm um, going to say, Brenda, that, you know, just also milk fever, just for those that don't know, this is a real um, problem in um, dogs that have especially large litters because they have a lot of milk demand. So what happens is their calcium level drops really seriously low, and it can lead to tremors, seizures, and it can be fatal if it's not treated. So um, the fact she had such oh, a big yeah. litter is definitely one reason that was um, probably more apparent there. Well, golly, yeah. that's uh, success to you and her. So you got to retire this baby. No more litters for her. She's done. <laughs> no, she's done. She's, and so am I. I used to raise Pekingese, so I, luckily I was at home and I knew what to look for, and I immediately took her to the vet and took the puppies away. And, of course, they were raised in a pack and play, and I yeah. tell you, it was, it was a real challenge because I, I had to, I mean, I, they, I was up every three hours, and it took me an hour to feed them, and, Oh, they fit in the palm of my hand. I mean, they were extremely, extremely small. Well, I actually birthed the puppies, too. A couple of them were were not even born breathing. You know, so I put my fingers down their throat and, you know, cut the mucus out. So are you having any... Are you having any current um, problems or concerns with your babies at all, or is everything going well? None, none, except they're they're like rats on acid. I'm telling you, these are the most hyper dogs I've ever seen. <laughs> and I've been listening to your show all day about walking in front of them. I mean, these dogs are so fast, I couldn't walk in front of them. Mm. Yeah, now, the, be- the, first, the first two that were born weigh about... <laughs> Probably about nine pounds. So I thought for sure that they were the two largest, and I thought for sure, being the two biggest, I thought for sure she'd only have maybe three or four. Brenda, I see up here on the board. I see up here on the board. You have a question about a Pekingese, and I want to. I want to make sure that we have enough time for that. Okay. Yeah, I've got. I did. As I said, I did used to raise Pekingese. I've got two Pekingese and a Shih Tzu, 
as well as the, the other three Yorkies, the mother and the two babies. Um, okay. I've got one Pekingese that's about 13 years old, and she's got hip dysplasia. Mm-hmm. And the vet won't do um, surgery on her because, number one, of her, because of her age, they won't put her to sleep. And they're okay. afraid to go in there and just start cutting because they don't know really which disc is actually bad. So today, okay. I'm going home to make her a wheelchair. I saw oh, it online, okay. and it's made out of PVC pipe. And I just happened to be in Walgreens the other day, and they had some um, wheels that go to a walker that will fit the PVC pipe. So that's my chore today is to go home and make her a wheelchair that will fit her back legs so that she can walk with this wheelchair attached to her. Okay. So, and you wanted to know if that's going to be an appropriate thing to try? Right. Yeah, because she, okay. she, you know, can actually urinate and go to the bathroom and she eats and, you know, she has all of her bodily functions. She okay. just can't use her sure. back legs. I got it. All right. Well, that's, that's going to be that was going to be one of my first thoughts for you was you know if a pet has um, a mobility problem. So in most cases, wheelchairs are used for dogs that have spinal disease where they become paralyzed. And the right. criteria for a dog that would be comfortable and that would uh, have a good quality of life in that is if they are relatively pain free and if they have continence. Um, it doesn't have to have continence, but if they don't, then that means we have a lot of um, more labor intensive things that we have to empty the bladder for them at home. So if we're comfortable and we're peeing on our own, there's no reason I wouldn't consider that. Um, you know, I do, they do make some uh, very good quality um, pet wheelchairs. They, they can be quite pricey. And if you've got a, a kind of an older gal that's up in the higher double digit of her age, then I don't see any problem with trying to make one at home. Um, as long as she, you know, we kind of gradually train her to that and really use positive rewards um, and make sure it's just really comfortable. The, the number one thing we want to watch on those when they're homemade is that we don't want any kind of rubbing and um, kind of a injury, traction injury from where it fits under the armpits and under the under the hindquarters. So that you really have to watch that. And um, that would be the one shortcoming that I do see when people make these on their own is that it's just not always ergonomically correct. It may function and get her moving around, but it may not be the most suited for her body style. So I would oh, say no, I give it a try. Out. I've got all that figured out. Good. Well, yeah, I say hats off to you. You sound like you're a very uh, dutiful pet owner and uh, you love your babies. So um, I I think you. I cook chicken and rice for these dogs every day. I mean, I cook for them. I mean, their teeth are getting bad and they won't put them to sleep to clean their teeth, so I brush them. Oh, you're so good. (laughs) Well, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for calling, Brenda. I really enjoy it. And I thank you for recognizing about my Yorkie book. It is called Yorkshire Terriers How to Be Your Dog. That's a Kindle book, right? You can get that on Kindle? It is on Kindle and is published by 101 Publishing. So you can see my Facebook um, uh, or you can go to 101publishing.com and you can find the information there. There's a lot of other breed books out there as well and I have some other breeds coming up that I'm working on myself you are quite the writer too I've seen some of your writing it is awesome you you write like uh, well like Brenda Gabs you are very prolific 1-866-405-8405 it's a southern thing I think don't you they all sit around at their tea parties and drinking a little tea and gabbing and telling all kinds of sweet tea telling all kinds of stories all day she's delightful <laughs> she is delightful she but knows she takes her care, she takes care of them yes, so well she does 1-866-405-8405 that is your number to gab at to Dr. Debbie Alan Cable Joey Volani or Joy Turner right now 
Our pets don't come with replacement parts. It's an estimated that one in five dogs has diagnosed arthritis, and twice that number has undiagnosed arthritis. Luberson knows that your pet's joints deteriorate, and they often suffer in silence. Luberson's Oral Joint Supplement acts as a natural lubricant, ending your pet's discomfort. Luberson has a formula for you, your pets, and your horses. Tastes great, and animals love it. Visit them at www.luberson.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors. Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-S. My name is Jennifer. I'm 44, and I lost weight with the Amberin program. My name is Kim. I'm 47, and I lost weight with the Amberin program. I'm Jane. I'm 52, and I lost a ton of weight with the Amberin program. Even my belly fat is gone, and it was so easy. Thousands of women over 40 who used to struggle with weight gain are having incredible success with the Amberin program. That's because Amberin focuses on hormonal balance. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40, especially during menopause, is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. But the Amberin program balances your hormones naturally, making losing weight surprisingly easy. Plus, Amberin eliminates other symptoms of unbalanced hormones, like hot flashes, irritability, and sleeplessness. Call in the next 15 minutes to receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Call 1-800-939-8955. That's 1-800-939-8955. 1-800-939-8955. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that provide hours of fun for you and your pets. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, you know me. I always give you the latest poop and the scoop. A greeting card maker in India is getting a little help from local elephants for his next batch of Valentine's Day cards. According to the Orange News, vendor Shikwat and his company Hathai Chap, which means elephant stamp, will be using 30 tons of the animal's feces every month to make a special paper from the grass and leaf fibers that are in the droppings. Shikath explains that 40% of everything that goes through an elephant's gastrointestinal tract comes out untouched, but it's softened and pre-pulped which he says makes fantastic paper when it's pressed and processed. And he assures any potential customers that their products smell as sweet as any other Valentine's Day cards on the market. Mm, it's a scratch and sniff card. Will Hallmark be following suit? Mm, I doubt it. Okay, Massachusetts, they have come up with some pretty cool laws. Massachusetts taxpayers are going to be able to lend a hand to the homeless animals under a new state law. The bill signed recently by Governor Devil Patrick creates a new state fund to pay for vaccinations, spaying and neutering of dogs and cats in animal shelters. The fund will be supported by voluntary checkoff donations made by Massachusetts residents on their state income tax returns. The new law would also ban certain euthanasian methods uh, that have been used on animals in shelters that are considered inhumane. It will also allow pets to be covered along with people in domestic violence restraining orders. You know, sometimes people take out their anger on the pets to get back at the uh, spouse or significant other. The Massachusetts Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals said it worked with lawmakers, animal control officers, veter- veterinarians, and others 
to pass this legislation. Very cool for the state of Massachusetts. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that exercise and entertain your pets. Learn more at Frolicat.com. Cats need to stimulate their curiosity, and Frolicat toys automatically entertain and exercise your pet. Turn on Frolicat Bolt or Frolicat Dart and watch your cat chase after randomly generated laser patterns. Or program Frolicat Twitch to turn on automatically so your cat can play while you are away. Frolicat's award-winning designs fit into your modern home and are fun for you and your pet. Buy them at your favorite store or learn more at Frolicat.com. Fido-friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. FidoFriendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Stay tuned for a million-dollar dream body announcement. Do you want to lose weight? How about toning and sculpting your entire body in just six to eight minutes a day? You've seen it on TV with Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley. They love the Total Gym. Well, we're out to prove once and for all that the Total Gym melts off the pounds better than anything else on the market in just six to eight minutes a day. So if you want to try it, give us a call because we're going to let up to a million people from across the nation try the Total Gym for just $1. If you call right now, 1-800-335-2589. That's right. The first callers right now from this station get to try the famous Total Gym for 30 days for just $1. The Total Gym will have you in the best shape of your life in just six to eight minutes a day. Whether you want to firm and slenderize or build and sculpt your body, the Total Gym is the one machine that does it all. The first 50 callers from this station right now can try Total Gym for just $1 and shipping is free. Call now. 1-800-335-2589. That's 1-800-335-2589. Toll free to Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. And we welcome back for his 10th appearance on Animal Radio, Bob Barker. Bob, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, and it is a pleasure to be back with you. Well, thank you so much for for joining us. How are the rabbits? Mr. Rabbit is uh, doing splendidly. He uh, had a streak about a couple of weeks ago where he had a little problem internally, and uh, he's nine years old now, which is old for a rabbit, and we were really worried about him, but boy, he toughed it out, and he uh, he's running around here now uh, just as happy as he can be, and of course, we're all happier because of it. Well, of course. How are you doing? You feeling pretty good? Yes, I feel fine. I... I uh, have no complaints whatsoever. I, I've been blessed with uh, good health. You live all these years and not have anything more seriously wrong with me than I've had is a blessing. It really is. Good for you. You've been spending so much time uh, taking care of the animals the last few years. I have indeed. I was taking, I've been taking care of animals ever since I was a kid. But uh, in recent years, I've had more time for it. And uh, I've been taking care of animals all over the world. This time I hear where it's, it's all about pigs. That's right. Yes, that's with Mercy for Animals. Fine group, Mercy for Animals. They do some 
splendid things through their undercover work. And uh, we were working, or they were working, on behalf of pigs who were suffering terribly in these, and are suffering terribly in these gestation crates, they call them. Mm -hmm. They put them in uh, barred crates that are just a little bit bigger than the pigs themselves. They can hardly turn around or lie down comfortably and are kept there their entire lives. And uh, I'm happy to say that there are efforts to get them uh, barred altogether, and at least through their work, they've exposed this situation, and there are uh, firms now that are refusing to buy pork from uh, farms where they use gestation crates. But not one company. Uh, no. Uh, what is that one? K- Kmart? Yeah. Kmart and Walmart? Nope, is it's it, Walmart. Is it Walmart? Walmart. Mm-hmm. It's Walmart. There were three companies that they were really anxious to uh, uh, reach, and one was Costco. Costco just looked at the tape and said, we won't buy any more from companies that use the uh, gestation, uh, gestation crates. Well, well, okay, so this tape, what, what tape are we talking about now? Well, let me finish this, and okay. I'll, I'll get to that. And then Walmart said that they would need about four weeks, consider it. And then there was another uh, company. I, I'm at an age now, I sometimes forget I'm Monty Hall. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> there's another one that has, uh, upon looking at the tape, decided that they would no longer uh, buy from this farm that used gestation crates. And, and pigs are very intelligent. Uh, some yes, of they uh, are. pigs, pigs have, have, make wonderful pets. Yeah. And and they they rip the testicles out of baby pigs without any uh, any uh, anesthesia anesthesia at all. Why do they do this? Is it is it economic? Does it save them money yes. to keep them in these terrible it, cages? It's all a matter of greed. Uh, they yeah. don't have to have as much room for the pigs then, and they don't have to have as large a staff to take care of, of the pigs on these huge farms. You have brought up a very good thing here. That's the basis of almost all animal cruelty, animal exploitation, animal uh, uh, mistreatment. Why, why, why do they beat animals to make them do what they want them to do in uh, movies uh, or commercials? Well, because they make money from them. Now, there are, there are folks who uh, treat animals uh Humanely and and well during uh, filming of commercials and movies too, right? I mean, there are folks that are good folks too, right? Well, unfortunately, I haven't met a lot of them. They would lead you to believe they are, and the American Humane Association, of course, is putting its stamp of approval on on uh, everything. And uh, the American Humane Association has been supposedly protecting animals in movies more than fifty years. It's probably closer to seventy now. Mm. And in my uh, humble opinion. They have completely failed to fulfill their responsibility. You know what? I'm behind you on that. I just heard about this movie that they were supposedly watching over, and some horses uh, uh, got killed. It was a Dustin Hoffman series, and actually they That's canceled right. the series. They never got right. on the air as a result. They were out here at a racetrack and uh, killed two horses, and, of course, American Humane jumped right in and, and defended uh, the uh, producer's and said that their their representatives were on the 
uh, on the set and that everything was done just the way it should be done, then why were the horses dead? Yeah. Don't and, people have uh, to pay to get uh, that? It was, they got such bad publicity that they just dumped the whole, the whole show. Judy, you, don't they have to pay to get that stamp from the AHA? Yeah, they have to pay like 50 grand to get that, to stamp. Get that stamp. So the, the AHAs get money too. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that, I didn't know they actually had to pay for it. I know that the, uh, American Humane Office, uh, in Hollywood is, supported financially by the uh, movie industry yeah. <laughs> and so how are you going to how are you going to uh, and and the and all the years that they have been uh, supposedly protecting animals in movies i don't know uh, i can be corrected i stand i will i will accept a correction but i don't know of a single time that they have filed charges against any animal uh uh, trainer for cruelty. Yeah, I think their pockets are being filled by the the wrong people. To mm-hmm. I, I don't think they're standing on the right side of the fence. I've always felt that, and you know what? I'm glad to hear it from you now because uh, so yeah. So I when you it, see, I, when I, you I, see, I'll give you a quick example of it. I heard there was a movie years ago called Project X, and uh, it involved a lot of chimpanzees. And uh, I heard from a man on the set, an eyewitness, that these chimpanzees were being beaten unmercifully by, mm. I think there were several animal trainers involved, uh, uh, maybe as many as ten. I know seven. But in any event, uh, they to- he told me that, uh, that they were beating these animals with clubs, fists, back- blackjacks. He said they were pulling, jerking them around. The- that one uh, chimp was practically bald from... Uh, from uh, having its head jerked around uh, with the hair of the head. And so I, at that time, knew the people out at the American Humane Association. And I was actually hosting a television show for them, an an awards show. Mm -hmm. And uh, stupid Barker and uh, naive Barker. So I picked up the phone Mm -hmm. And I called the then director of the Hollywood office, and I told her, it was a woman, and I told her, I said, I understand that they are beating these chimps with blackjack. And uh, her reply was, Bob, they have to show the chimps who's boss. And I knew from that moment on Mm -hmm. that any association of mine with the American Humane Association had come to a close. Sure, sure. And, of course, a lot of people remember back when you were hosting uh, some awards show and they, they were wearing fur coats and you oh, bowed out. Miss USA. Yes. Universe. Yes. Yeah. You're a good I, guy. I designed yeah. from that, too. You are such a You're good guy. So I love it. So when we see at the end of a movie that no animals were harmed during the filming of this movie, you can't believe that. I, I, I thought, you know, I'm it made me feel a little... skeptical anytime you see that. Wow. Well, you keep up the good work. We know your time is busy and uh, we appreciate you spending time with us today. We also appreciate everything you're doing but, for the animals. But Bob, before you go, are, are you sitting there in a suit right now? Are you wearing a, a high-priced suit right now in the chair there? <laughs> I'm sitting here wearing a pair of uh, tennis shoes. I'm wearing a pair of jogging pants, and I'm wearing a t-shirt from uh, uh, the Pirates of uh, East Carolina University. Oh, there you go. I have just one more question, Bob. Do you have an abnormally microphone uh, handy, and can I have it? (laughs) An abnormally long microphone. I I really want one. 
Every man should have one of those. Absolutely. Bob, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon again. I hope you do. Hey, this is number 10. This is number 10. At least. Oh, my we, goodness. You know, we you, may do 30 or 40 before we're through. I'm hoping. You're our most frequent guest. Yes. There's nobody that's been on Animal Radio more times than you have. Even well, me. If anybody upsides me, I want to be interviewed immediately. <laughs> okay. You got I it. want to be number one. You got it. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Bob Barker. Pleasure to talk with you all. Take care. Bob Barker joining us once again on Animal Radio. Hello, I'm David Bellamy the Bellamy Brothers, and we're on Animal Radio. Love your animals. Radio, toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. Bob Barker, his 10th appearance on Animal Radio, still alive, still lucid. Stop it. Well, you said you weren't going to do that last Come week. on down, Bob. No more. Yeah, <laughs> Takes come on Takes that big, down. long microphone with him wherever he goes. You're really enamored with that big, long microphone, aren't you? Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's, what is it, five feet long? It's that huge. Thing? It is. It really is yeah. big. Let's see. Uh, hey, Deb, how you doing? I'm great. How are you today? Good. Welcome to our nightmare. What's what's <laughs> what's going on? I have animal communicator Joy Turner right here for you. I would like to for her to get in touch with my deceased dog Rocky, who I had put down a couple months ago. Okay, Deb, and tell me, you said his name is Rocky. His name is Rocky. He was a little Staffordshire cur mix. And what happened to him? He he suffered an irreparable spinal cord injury. A groomer hung him, and he mm. he just kept going down and down, and finally. It got where he couldn't get up and down, so we had we had to let him go. Okay, perfect. And did you call him something besides Rocky? Yes, I did. I called him Little Brat Dog. Okay, that's the one he was looking for. It's like, well, that's kind of my name, but it's not the real one. No, he I really, called him Little Brat Dog. He loves the Little Rat Dog, and he says whenever you want to talk to him, that's what you should call him. Okay. And he is just so spunky with me when he's with me, so he'd love to know what he can say to you other than he is feeling so good right now. Oh, good. It was so heartbreaking watching him go downhill. It, it, it broke my heart. He says, well, he's good now, so please feel good because he's really feeling well. He's happy. Um, okay, so are you thinking about getting another dog? Well, another dog found me. That's, that's okay. all things happen in my house. Um, dogs find me. Okay. He had a reason for asking that. He's wanting to know if at some point in your life with dogs, you would want his soul to come back to you again as another yes, dog. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Okay, and he says, so you could do him a really big favor by letting him know when you're ready for another dog. Let him know. I'm ready now. The dog we got is a puppy. She's uh, eight months old, and his personality would be great with her, her body. She's a little whippet, Jack Russell. And he likes that kind of dog that he was. Is that okay with you? Oh, yes. That's my dog's like that, though. I've never seen another one like him. He said, well, you know, it may not be exactly identical, but uh-huh. he's going to get as close as he can. And he says, so you want him to find you again, or yes, what? Yes, definitely. He says, okay, he can't tell you quite how long it's going to take him to get that all together, but trust okay. that the next time you see him, he's going to be in another body, and he's coming to stay with you. Tell him I love him. He says, he knows, but do you know that he can hear you every time you talk to him or think about him? He hears everything okay. you say. Okay. Thank you so much, Joy. 
You're so welcome. Have a great day. Thanks, Deb, for your call. Yeah, that's a little scary. They they know exactly what you're thinking all the time. I mean, they do. Even my cat right now knows what I'm thinking. I know. Isn't it funny? Nothing. Yeah. It's Look freaky. at the face the cat's giving you. No wonder. <laughs> I don't. Now know. she's running. Yeah, I don't know what he's thinking, and I don't want to know. <laughs> well, you know, Judy, they often tell me that. It's like, oh gosh, I wish we didn't have to hear all that. <laughs> I don't blame them. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. on Animal Radio. Live simply so that others may simply live. Welcome one, welcome all. This is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets, probably the only pet talk show in America, playing the Godfather theme for our very own dog father, Joey Villani, uh, brought to you by, who's this brought to you by, Stella and Chewy's? Oh, thanks, guys. I love you. Stella and Chewy's, natural goodness for dogs made with raw USDA-inspected meat. It's raised naturally. No added hormones or antibiotics. Get the official food of Animal Radio's Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, Stella and Chewy's. Visit them at StellaandChewies.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you, with great excitement, dog father, Joey Villani. Well, I, I think that my um, tip today is going to be a good one for Stella and Chewies, actually, because oh. it has to do a little bit with nutrition. Because I got an email from a, um, hold on, Donna Hudson from um, Fort Worth, Texas. And she said to me that um, her Shih Tzu, um, Max, he, um, no matter when he gets bathed or when he gets groomed, within two days, his hair looks real, real greasy, and um, he gets a um, funny odor to him. Now, first things first. Number one, I can help you with the problem, but it's not going to cure the problem. The problem is definitely... Well, I shouldn't say definitely, but I'm going to say I'm very close to being certain that it's nutritional because most of the time in that situation it is. It's the food that you're probably feeding your dog that's not doing everything that it should be or maybe a little bit too much. So you may want to talk to your veterinarian about the long-term um, solution for the problem. In the short term, this is what you're going to do. What I tell everyone, and a lot of groomers just don't um, don't know this or understand it, when you bathe any pet or anything that is oily to begin with. As soon as I add water to it, it's going to form a barrier. So if you think about when you go in the shower, the first thing you do when you go in the shower is you don't suds up first. You actually, you know, wet yourself down. Well, that's the same thing what most people are going to do with their pets. So we want to we want to change that. And I've talked about this a lot on Animal Radio. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to dilute our shampoo with water first, and we're going to add it to the pet. Now, you want to use a good pet shampoo, okay, number one, and look for a pet shampoo for oily, greasy coat or even a pesticide-type shampoo with fleas and, uh, for fleas and ticks because those types of shampoo will usually dry the coat out a little bit more. Now, what that's going to do, it's going to remove the, um, the residue that's on the coat right now. But I'm going to tell you, if you don't take care of the problem within a week to two weeks, it's going to start coming back. And the odor that you're smelling, it's basically because you're not removing that oil. So what's happening is it's, it's, it's stagnant, it's stale. 
stale. It's making the coat stale. And your dog is becoming a dust rag. Now, if you want the best <laughs> duster in the house, just, you know, let your dog run through the house. And it's going to work you know attract everything but if you want to get rid of that because an oily coat also is going to become a matted coat an oily coat is also going to be a haven for fleas and i've said this before fleas like a unclean environment so they'll gravitate to a dog that has a dirty or oily coat first because it's it's they feel like it's a protection barrier for them dogs that are generally on the cleaner side will repel um, fleas um, without any pesticides, and that was a test that was taken that I know about 10 years ago. Um, it was a study that was done. So, oily coat is not healthy, number one. Number two, it attracts fleas and ticks. Number three, it mats up easier. Number four, it stinks. Okay, so... That's what you want to do. And the last thing is make sure you condition. Now, a lot of people say, well, my dog has an oily coat to begin with. Um, why should I condition? Conditioning actually just helps the coat mend itself, helps it grow. Okay, so you want to use something that's going to absorb in, something that doesn't have oils, lanolins, or grease in it. So read the label. If you see anything that says oil has any sort of like silicone-type products, you don't want to use it. The other thing is look for something that doesn't have a lot of fillers. Um, you'll see shampoos out there that have mink oil, and they'll have... Um, I don't know, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think, even tea tree oil. For this particular situation, you want something that's very, very basic and something that's going to help remove that, that oily coat. And that should help in the short term. But in the meantime, while you do that, while you're dealing with it, talk to your veterinarian. It's definitely something's going on that needs to be cleared up, and it's probably just something real easy by changing the food. You, you have some really hot-looking dogs. I mean, I'm telling you, if I was a dog, I'd be all over them. If you you seen them today, you wouldn't say that because my wife was begging me. Today is Simon's birthday. Oh, Simon has um, turned um, seven, seven years old today, and um, she's going to me. How come the dog doesn't have a bath? The dog has a big knot behind the neck, and you know, you know, the the shoemaker's shoes, the groomer's dog. Exactly. I have to take. I have to take care of it. It's one of those things. There you go. Joey Villani's tips over at the website. By the way, you have a great line of products. T- tell us a little bit about the line of products that you have. Well, we, we got um, uh, really the odor eliminators, uh, my products, and waterless shampoos. I have a new line that's going to be coming out in October. It's a complete odor eliminator for the dog and for the house. So if your dog um, wets, not only you can you clean them with this product, but you'll be able to spray it on your furniture, your carpets, and everything, and hopefully in October. This is a good one. We're working on it right now to get it into um, QVC, so we're working on that one. And then I have my Joey Villani waterless um, shampoos, which is for quick cleanups, um, you know, something where either a dog doesn't like to be bathed, doesn't like to be put under the water, you know, you spray it on. What about cats? The next Cats, too. This works really good for cats, just that you can't use the cologne that goes with it, but it works good for cats. Cats don't want cologne. Anyway, no, cats don't walk alone. <laughs> there you go, Joey Volani exclusively on Animal Radio, and we count our lucky stars every day. Well, that's it. All we can pack into two hours for Animal Radio this week. I want to thank Bob Barker for joining us, and if you learn more about what Bob's doing over at our website at animalradio.com. Catch us on Facebook at Animal Radio, and uh, you can also tweet us at Animal Radio. Write us all week long with your questions at yourvoiceatanimalradio.com or call us at 1-866-405-8405. Don't forget to check out Dr. Debbie's book. Um, it's uh, about Yorkshire Terriers called Yorkshire Terriers, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend. You can pick it up at Amazon.com. 
or 101 Publishing. You'll get more info. There you go. Have a great week. We'll catch you right here, the same station, next week for more Animal Radio. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network.